Good morning, everybody, and welcome to all. In September of, nine, of 2015, uh, Pope Francis spoke to the uh, United States Congress senators in, uh, in the Capitol building in Washington. And I was lucky enough to be there along with several other people from here. And the evening beforehand, at about 10 o'clock in the evening, uh, a congressman whom we knew uh, suggested that he would take us for a tour of the Capitol building. And I must say I was very excited about it because, uh, you know, you see pictures for years and years of the Capitol building and you wonder about it and so on and so forth. So everybody was gone home, which was nice. And we sort of had the, the whole building to ourselves and uh, we saw a lot and uh, it was just, I would consider one of the sort of peak moments of my life. And then uh, this past Tuesday, when we see what happened at the Capitol building in Washington, one would have to say it was like, I don't know, desecration, if you will, uh, to see the building being stormed, uh, to see windows being broken, doors being broken, and just to see the, the mayhem, the mayhem which, which existed uh, uh, in the corridors and people getting, getting hit with uh, metal bars, et cetera, et cetera. It was just, it was sort of like a, a frightful, scary, a scary situation. We know that four people died in the process. Also, many, many people were injured. And the amount of damage done uh, to, within the building and in offices and stuff like that, God only knows. So I suppose you would have to say, I don't know how you feel about it, but you'd have to say it was definitely one of those dark moments, if you will, uh, in, in, the history, in the history of this uh, country. And I find that for the last couple of days, uh, you know, images, of course, it was played over and over and over again in television, but images keep sort of uh, meandering through my mind and will probably continue to do so for, for some time to come. But in the meantime, we gather on this day uh, to celebrate the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord. Sort of a strange feast in a sense. Uh, that is, if you, it was just a very, a very brief, very brief description of it. And we're told uh, Jesus at this point in time uh, was up in, living up in, up in uh, Galilee, uh, northern Israel. And we're told that he came down to the Jordan River uh, in Judea in order to be baptized. That would probably, probably have been, he walked about 20 miles in order to get there. Because remember, that's the day before they didn't have bicycles or cars or anything like that, so he had to make the trip alone. But then you wonder, I wonder, I was wondering for two days about his baptism. Uh, first of all, uh, Je Jesus didn't commit any sins whatsoever, we know that. So. Why should, why should he have gotten baptized? And secondly, uh, the baptism of John was a symbolic affair. It wasn't baptism as we know it today. So wh why did Jesus bother to this? Well, it's obvious that there was something else going on. 
because we're told that the heavens were open and the Father said, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. And at the same time, we're told the Spirit descended upon him like a dove. So what was going on there? Well, the bottom line is that some, there was something else going on that is not recorded. It's not recorded in the Scripture. That is, it was for Jesus, it was what we call a moment of decision. Up until that time, Jesus had been at home, working at home with his father and mother. He had gotten used to home-cooked meals, etc., etc., etc. But in essence, what happened on that day was the moment of decision had come. And he realized that his call to be a Messiah, to be a Messiah, it was time to live out that call. It was time to leave home and to become what we call an itinerant preacher. And that's exactly, I suppose, what he did. And as it was said about him, it says, the foxes of the air have, the, the foxes have their holes, the birds of the air have their nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. That is, he is an itinerant, itinerant preacher going around. And you know from the scripture that his message, if you want to summarize his message in one sentence, his message was a message of love. Love one another as I have loved you. And ultimately we know that he ended on the cross. And that was his message also from the cross. There's no greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. So love is at the core, love is at the core of the message of Jesus. And so that brings us to today. It brings us to our own lives. It brings us to what happened in, in, in Washington last week. I'm told that today uh, there are a lot of groups of people uh, who uh, are sort of stuck in their own beliefs. In other words, they're right and everybody else is wrong. We find it in Washington itself, but we find it elsewhere as well, that the whole question of, of, of uh, respecting other groups and where they're at, uh, sometimes even respecting the dignity of other people, is not there. So the bottom line is that uh, there's a lot of division, a lot of division in the world, uh, a lot of vision in, in uh, politics, it's, it's, it's all over the place. And yet, if we're serious about our faith, it shouldn't be there. So as we journey into the future, I know that as far as what happened in Washington, or what's happening in the world, ain't much that I can do about it, ain't much you can do about it, except we can always fix ourselves. And we have to take a serious look at our own lives. To what extent am I completely faithful to the message of Jesus Christ? To what, to what extent do I respect others, irrespective of their, their color, their beliefs, etc., etc.? So we have to be careful in our own lives in terms of, you know, that we're not leaving people out or that we're not putting some people down and, in a sense, feeling that they're not as good as we are. 
So to uh, have that kind of deep appreciation for, for the other as a child of God like yourselves. And as you ponder that whole question, if you'd like to take it a little farther, uh, Pope Francis just uh, produced in the last few months an encyclical called Fratelli Tutti, which is a good Irish word, a good Irish expression. It means uh, friends together or something like that. But Francis's message is very much like what I'm telling you here today. It's all about, it's about universal love and the fact that the call of Christianity is a call to transcend differences, to transfer, transcend uh, well, even, even distances. We're called to love one another as he has loved us. It is a challenging message. I mean, we all say we do it, but do we do it in reality? And do we do it sort of right in our own neighborhoods, in our own churches? Challenging it is, but yet it's the message of the gospel. And remember, again, the words of um, the St. Francis song, let, us, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. And perhaps in conclusion, just to say that um, that uh, document, Fratelli uh, Tutti, I suggest that you get a copy of it and that you read it. It's not something, it's not something that you read overnight. Uh, it's something you read over, over a couple of weeks. A lot of good, he's a beautiful writer, a lot of good stuff in it, and uh, a lot of good stuff in it for discussion as well. And if you'd like to like, get a copy of it, if you just look at our website, you can find out uh, where, where, it can be, where it can be found. And I think that it may, it may assist you uh, in your own faith journey. And hopefully, we might use it at different times along the way as, as a parish to deepen our own appreciation of who we are as individuals and also who we are as Christ Church in this day and age.